Welcome to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast, where it's all about the message you convey that compels your customers to pay. And now, here's your host, Gloria Rand. Hello. Good morning. I almost started to say, well, it is morning when I'm, I'm recording this, but anyway, um, hi. <laughs> Welcome. I am Gloria Rand, your host of Write, Sell, Succeed, and you can find me online at GloriaRand.com. And I am delighted to have you with me here today. Sorry, I started off a little rocky, but oh well. You know what? It's uh, It's Monday. Yes, it is Monday. Oh my goodness. It is uh, the middle of September in uh, 2015. Holy smokes. I uh, celebrated my birthday last week, and um, it's been, uh, I'm I'm actually visiting with my sister right now, and uh, so I'm, uh, you know, trying to balance everything and get everything done. But anyway, that's enough about me. Let's let's get to what we're talking about today. So, um, in in the last podcast episode, I I talked a little bit about Pinterest, the image sharing social networking site, and how you can use that to be able to attract your ideal client, to be able to use that as a way to be able to get your message out through lovely images from, say, your blog posts and things like that. And And I shared, I think, specifically seven ways that you could do that. But I thought today we kind of get back to, um, uh, well, still I want to talk about Pinterest, but I want to talk to you a little bit more about how to actually optimize your images so that you can get repins. Because repins are something that are vital for you to be able to get your message out to more people. So when, so, so for those of you who may not know how Pinterest works exactly, you're, you're basically creating little, uh, it's kind of like a visual scrap board. And so you have these boards that you can create around different themes and you pin images from the web or you can upload images actually directly to your boards if you like to. And then what you want is you want people, other Pinterest users, to be able to like those images and then repin them on their own boards because then again, because they've, they thought whatever you had to share was valuable, visually interesting, great information. And so they, they want to put it and show it off to their own fans. And then again, because they've repinned it on their board, that opens it up the opportunity for your information now to be seen by more people. And because especially if you are pinning images from your blog, when someone actually does click on the image, it will take you, it will take that user to your actual website. And, and I think I mentioned in the last um, uh, um, podcast episode, I tell you, my brain's not quite firing this morning. Sorry about that. Um, that that Pinterest actually, um, for a lot of my clients and a lot of people I know, and definitely for me as well, I get from all the social media that I do, where I'm on Pinterest, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, et cetera, Instagram, I get the most traffic to my website specifically to my blog from Pinterest. So that's why Pinterest is a really great tool for you, that you should consider incorporating into your uh, marketing toolkit. So let's talk about, again, so, so let's try to be able to figure out what you can do to be able to uh, get your images repinned and so in order to set them up properly for that. So the first thing that you should do is to 
make sure that your images are set up properly because the shape and size of an image really does make a big deal on, on Pinterest. Usually more vertical images do well, which is, which is the main reason why infographics do so phenomenally well on Pinterest because they are. They're long, uh, long images. So if you can uh, do that, and, and some, actually Pinterest says that the best size is an aspect ratio of two to, th well, two to, th two to three to one to three to five. Oh boy, that's, you know, this is like totally confusing to me and I'm not even going to deal with it. So basically, you know what, if you have an image that is 600 pixels wide, uh, then the length could be 900 to 2100 pixels tall. So, so that's kind of the way you should think about it. And, and that would be a good thing. The other thing to keep in mind, um, believe it or not, is actually color matters as well on Pinterest. They have um, a study by uh, Curalate. They're a visual marketing platform. They found that images that have more reds and oranges tend to attract greater attention and repins from images that are more blue in tone. And i got to tell you, I'm, I'm actually, um, you know, I, I, I'm looking at actually a blog article right now um, that, that's that has some different images. And I, well, actually, even just going through Pinterest myself, I kind of noticed that too. It seems like red is a, it's a warmer color, and I think it just appeals to us more. And, and even though blue is my favorite color, the red actually stands out more. So if you can, if you can pin images that have more of that, those colors in it than, than opposed to uh, maybe blues, um, you, you might do better for getting repins. Another thing is to, if you have a variety of colors too, they found that a variety of colors, uh, you know, especially incorporating maybe some of those reds and oranges or yellows, though that also gets a better response than just a single dominant color. So that's, that's an option as well. And of course, you know, Pinterest also says that the colors and settings you choose should reflect your brand. So and make sure also that you're using high quality images. That's absolutely the best thing. Um, another thing, uh, images that have less background tend to get repinned more often than ones that have a lot of stuff in the background as well. So, so keep it simple, you know, <laughs> it's that kiss principle, keep it simple, uh, silly, um, <laughs> do that. And also actually images that don't have faces in them also get more pins than those that do. So, um, you know, you can show hands uh, maybe doing something. If you're, if you're into, uh, maybe you've got a cooking blog or, or you sell products, you know, definitely show the products. You don't have to show a person necessarily holding it, but you can show maybe their hands dealing with it. So that's the first thing. Um, the best thing, now, or not the best thing, the next thing <laughs> to optimize is to make sure that you've got good pin descriptions. And this is where keywords come into play. Okay. Uh, and where you can do, you can do hashtags. So, so basically the description should describe the pin and it should also in, include a call to action as well. Um, you know, even encouraging people to say, hey, if you like this picture, please repin it or, you know, or, or like it or something or, or visit my blog to see more <laughs> great stuff. But include a call to action and then use the hashtags with the keywords that are, again, related to this. Um, now, Pinterest gives you up to 500 characters to use in the description, but only 75 to 100 of those will appear on the desktop version. So, 
Uh, and then, of course, of course, with mobile, it's kind of depending on the device you're using, whether you're using an iPad or you're using a smartphone. So in order to, for someone to be able to see the whole description, they're going to have to actually click on it. So, so make sure you've got the essential information and those keywords at the beginning of the description. And then expand as you decide. Uh, third thing, third way to be able to get your pins to get more repins is to also make sure that um, the source of the image uh, has a good keyword. So the actual image URL. So for instance, if you had, um, if you were pinning some type of product image, let's say you sell um, organic um, uh, hand lotion, let's say, uh, then that the image that you're pinning from should be on a page where the URL includes organic hand lotion in it. And that way you get the most SEO bang for your buck when you're doing stuff. And then finally, the last thing that you can do is to make sure that you've got keywords in the board titles, okay? So, so make, give some thought to naming your boards. And again, if you are... If you sell organic products, let's continue that. So maybe you've got a line of shampoos, you've got a line of hand lotions, you've got a line of, um, oh, I, I'm, uh, whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank now. But anyway, I had a client who sold organic products. That's why this is on my, my brain at the moment. So, so then the board should be, you know, shampoos. Then the other board would be lotions, you know, things like that. And that way you've, you've got it. Um, you know, it's, it's carrying through the theme and it has those relevant keywords in it. So that's going to help people when they're searching on Pinterest. And, oh, also, I'm not sure I mentioned this the last time, too. Be very uh, cognizant of the board uh, cover image. You can actually, because what will happen is when you first create a board, whatever that first pin that you pin to that board um, that becomes your cover image. But as you add more pins to the board, you can actually change that cover image. So find one that's going to be really good and that's compelling and really gives you gives the a visitor an overall sense of what that board contains. And then, of course, you can also rearrange these boards on your um, on your account so that you have like maybe the most important ones up at the top, especially if you're using Pinterest for business. So you want to have those up at the top and then you can have more of your personal ones down near the end. Okay. Um, I think that's going to do it. I hope you've got a lot of uh, good ideas here going through your head now on how you can actually optimize your Pinterest pins to be able to get more repins. And I encourage you to actually follow me on Pinterest. Um, it's Pinterest.com forward slash Gloria Rand. Um, I've got lots of pins on there. I've got a lot of good infographics in there about social media marketing, SEO. Um, I've got some good um, quotable quotes on there and pictures of my pets too. <laughs> so if you if you are into cats and dogs, you can you can check those out as well. So I'd love to have you do that. As always, before I close for the day, I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast if you're getting value out of this and you want to make sure that you're not missing any future episodes, um, please uh, subscribe. Um, I'm uh, available. You can listen to Write, Sell, Succeed on iTunes as well as Stitcher Radio. So I'd love to have you do that. And if you would be so kind as to leave a review, I would love to hear from you. I would love to know what you think. And, if, you know, go ahead and give me some feedback, please. I would love to know if there's things that I could be doing differently. 
um, whatnot. But just let me know that. And also uh, connect with me on Twitter as well. Uh, you can use the hashtag WriteSellSucceed. I would love to do that. I'm, I'm at Gloria Rand is my Twitter username. And if you use that uh, hashtag, then I'm going to know that you've been listening to the podcast, which would be fantastic. So I think that's going to do it for this time. And uh, until we meet again, I am Gloria Rand wishing all of you much peace, love, and prosperity. Thanks for listening to the Right Sell Succeed podcast. Want more information? Visit GloriaRand.com. And don't forget to follow Gloria on Twitter at Gloria Rand. Let Gloria know you're listening. Use the hashtag WriteSellSucceed. Succeed.